It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Your home for world champion Cleveland Cavaliers, American League champs, the Cleveland Indians, and mornings with Spielman and Hooley. Sports Radio, 105.7 The Zone. We raise two steers a year. One for other people, you know, one to sell and one to eat. Really? Yes, sir. Didn't you, like, have any guilt when you were slitting the throat of the steer? No, sir. I could get very graphic about how it happens, but uh, Maddie's looking at me with... uh, You've actually murdered murdered a deer. I am pulling a Or a a cow or whatever. I pulled the trigger. Who pulled the trigger? You shot it in the head? That would be Esh's Meats. (laughs) West Liberty, Ohio. <laughs> That's amazing. Sawed off shotgun, right between the eyes. Oh, oh my I guess maybe I just didn't give details. <laughs> oh, PETA line one, please. Yeah. PETA line one. Hey. <laughs> Say you don't want to see how the sausage is made. You don't want to see how the hamburger's made. How either. was it? Good? The steak's good? Phenomenal. Yes. <laughs> Which gives me uh, a little bit of a way to talk about the $6 half-pound cheeseburger that they will have at Yogi's. Uh, when is this, Maddie? Wednesday night, six day. Yeah, Wednesday night. We're going to watch the Indians take on the Reds. There's going to be a raffle to win some free Indian tickets, T-shirts, and uh, drink and food specials, too. It's at Franz Road in Dublin. It's 105.7 Zones Tribe Top Store, the uh, Tribe Top, Tribe Tour Stop, I can say it. First of many, Madison will host them all. Uh, Yingling and Yingling Light drink specials. More details, 1057thezone.com. All right, Matt McCoy joins us here. And Mr. Spielman, you asked, what does it mean when Maddie and I accuse you of being a troll? Yes, I want to know what that means, Matt. Okay. I can't. I don't speak the youngest language. Matt McCoy, let's explain this. Every word comes from somewhere in the fishing sense. What is trolling? You're throwing bait in the water to get us to bite. Oh, okay. Are yes. you really as obnoxious about your warrior's love? <laughs> wow. Or is that. that just or is that just an act oh to get gosh. us to bite? The, uh, uh, internet dictionary. I'm just I'm not saying they I'm just defining <laughs> yeah. it for you. You want a definition? No, <laughs> no Matt. That was passive aggressive. You were all of our ball on me right, right there, maybe, Matt. Maybe it was, yeah. Maybe. You are a hater. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the Urban Dictionary says a person who sows discord on the internet or talk radio by starting arguments or upsetting people by posting or saying inflammatory, extraneous, or off-topic messages. So you just bringing up my warriors, my penguins. Saying LeBron's a player coach. Throwing chum in the water. You actually agreed with me that LeVar... Or Le- uh, whatever his I name is, I agree with coach. it to an extent, but I heard you talking with Bruce this morning. I, I don't agree with it to the extent that you do. Like, you really think LeBron yes. James is saying who's on the floor all the time? When it matters, yes. He, I, he has an assistant no. coach. I don't think so. He's cast his feet upon the water. One no, more no. Time. He has an assistant down. coach when it doesn't matter. So when they're, like, for example, yesterday, the tying basket before Bradley's three... Uh, out of nowhere, Darren Williams comes into the game to inbound the ball. I don't even remember who he came in for. Are you saying LeBron did that? I think it's all predetermined in this in the game planning. 
By the way, he hadn't played hardly at all, and he comes in. uh, He didn't do anything. He he almost threw it away, too, by the way. Yeah. But I just thought thought that was odd. I I didn't. I mean, and maybe it was LeBron. I just, I, I don't agree that that's like LeBron. Uh, you got to get there. D. Will in there. Is Ty Lue got a uh, wristband up his sleeve that he's checking uh, the orders that LeBron gave him pregame? So Ty's like lifting up the wristband like Tom Now Brady you're trolling did. me. Yes, I am. <laughs> now I understand the no, definition of No, I do think trolling. LeBron has incredible influence, way more influence than any other player in the league. But I don't think he's making a call like that. Okay, but he's making a lot of the calls. I think he's consulted, but I don't think he's over there pulling trigger. Now, in a case where they were in Chicago a couple of years ago, and somebody could easily call and say, hey, what about the play where David Blatt drew it up? That was David Blatt. That was David Blatt, who uh, was going to have LeBron inbound the ball with them down two. And LeBron said, no, we're not running that. Get it to me, I'll make it. He went Jimmy Chitwood on David Blatt. But I think he could do that with Ty Lue, too. Sure he could. Yes, he could. And so he in does. Chris's but I parlance, think, that means he's the coach of the team. If he has final refusal, he's the coach of the team. Correct? What would you call it? If he, if I'd the head he coach, has, if the I'd head coach they, in name has to defer to LeBron in crunch time, what would you call that? I would say he has enormous influence to coach and do what he wants to do. I think they just but trust he has his final instincts. say. I think they trust his instincts. But do you think that that's that different than other superstars in the NBA? Oh yeah. Do you think you, that, do? you think they have that? You think at, if Steph Curry's in there and they they they're running a play for Clay Thompson and Steph Curry goes, wait a minute, Coach. I mean, not defiantly, but like, yeah, no, let me I can it. make this. I can make it. Well, I mean, did you ever would, tell a coach they what defense they ought to, to run Curry. in a situation? No, no, we ought to do this. No, I would say think about doing this. What do you what do you think about that? And he would make the final determination on if they did it or did not do it. In the heat of battle, you came to the sideline and you said to Wayne Fonz, "No, really, Wayne, I think you should think about this." I, I said, "I like." I, said, "Don't run that." Mm-hmm. I've been asked what I like to do and what I like here, and I would say that. And sometimes they would go with it. Sometimes they wouldn't. Or I ask, "Why are we not doing this?" And I would get an answer, and I'd say, "Okay." Whatever you are, you're the coach. I'm not the coach. You're the coach, but you might want to look at this. LeBron James last night said, uh, I had a tough game. I didn't have it. That's all I got to say about my performance. He was waiting to go into the interview room last night, and he had to wait outside while the Celtics completed their post-game press conference. While he was waiting to go up and talk, a guy came out of the bar in Quicken Loans Arena, and there is a bar for the high-end season ticket holders right down there by the interview room where the players are. I've been in it. The Patron Lounge. You've been in the Patron Lounge? Yes. Uh, And a guy heckled LeBron for scoring 11 points. Good. And LeBron apparently gave him the what have you ever done in basketball comment, and the guy came back that I played at Hiram College. (laughs) (laughs) Give the guy credit for like sticking to his guns, I man. Played at Hiram 100%. College. That's good. So why, why is he? Why is he so sensitive? Well, he's probably ticked off. He didn't play well. He didn't try to. Maddie, what was the? Maddie made the great point. We came out with it. He he he. For some reason, decides I'm not going to drive tonight. It felt like in the second half, watching it, that he was like, All right, "I'm going to let you guys win this." Uh, I thought it it felt like that in the first half. It just felt like, yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. But especially in the second half, like, and I I heard you guys talking about it earlier. Maddie brought it up, too. I mean, his ability to get to the basket, 
I mean, there's no one better in the NBA, and he he never even tried. He never tried. What if Ty said to him, LeBron, try to take it to the hole. Nah, just sit over there. I'm not doing it tonight. I don't know. I, I'm not I don't, doing I don't think it tonight. he's wrong. He didn't have it last night. He turned it over a bunch. He didn't try I will to say have this. It. On the play where Kyrie tied the game, the layup where Kyrie tied the game, that possession flowed off. LeBron took the ball to the basket, and three Celtics converged on him. They were in a scramble situation after that. The Cavs moved the ball, got it to Kyrie. He does affect the game, even if he's not scoring. And even before that, J.R. Smith hit a three to right. tie the game. Shockingly. And, they, and he did go down to the block, although not aggressively, and Jay Crowder came off of J.R. And he kicked JR, it out to J.R. And he kicked it out to J.R. and he hit a three. So he does have enormous influence on the game. It's just he, he was... Yeah. Passive. It very ha- passive. Yeah, he, was he, passive. Was he was very passive. Cavs in the first half, 10 of 15 on threes from the left side of the court. Cavs in the second half, 1 of 12 on threes from the left side of the court. Matt, do you ever m- remember Michael Jordan being passive in a playoff game? Passive? You know, like I that? don't, but Thank I you. can't remember it's that. It's been how many long years ago? since he played? He had bad 30, games, Matt. though. He had some bad games. Was he ever passive? But that's the thing. I mean, his bad games may have been. That I recall, again, I've not looked through the database of Michael Jordan playoff games, but ones I recall like were 6-for-22 or something like that, where he's trying, he's just off. Kobe was the same way. Um, however, Kobe did have a playoff game, if you remember, where he mm-hmm. was he made a point and like in the second half said, I'm not shooting, because basically saying I need help uh, when they were an 8 seed and lost to Phoenix in a game 5. But... Um, but I know what you're saying. I mean, you're right. If you're going down, at least you're going down shooting. And think of LeBron, uh, the first NBA uh, finals against Golden State two years ago. You know, he he left it all out there. And he, he did. Had, he had some games where he was terrible shooting, but he was taking 25 <laughs> shots a game. Now, he was the only guy they had. He had to do that. So would people feel better about LeBron today if he had, uh, instead of shooting 4 of 13... He had shot four of 25. I would. Or would people be saying, what do you keep shooting for? Like, kick it. Pass it. You got Kyrie. You got Love. What are you shooting all the time for? I would have felt better if he would have got more aggressive going to the hole, which he did in the first I don't know what the magic number is on that, Bruce, but he he just wasn't aggressive. I mean, he was not. He just wasn't. Michael Uh, Jordan, if you want to know bad games, I just called up Michael Jordan bad playoff games. In the Game 6 clincher, NBA Finals 1996, Jordan, 5 of 19. 22 points, uh, but Rodman was great, and the Sonics scored just 75 points. Bulls won by 12. So he Mm -hmm. didn't have a good game, but if you win the title, nobody's going to say, well, Jordan really stunk it up. Still at 22. So he got to the foul line, obviously. And the narrative would be different this morning if the Cavs had won. I mean, it we'd be. be we'd be saying, boy, he they won without LeBron playing well, and they, I mean, frankly, even with LeBron playing like that, they should have still won. But credit to the Celtics. I mean, there were a lot of things that went into that last night. Michael Mark Jordan smart. lost to the uh, Bulls Game Five Eastern Conference Finals, four for eight, mm-hmm. eighteen points. There you go, eight shots. Got to the line. Hmm? He got to the line, eighteen points. At least four he got eight, to the line. He points. was aggressive. So four for eight. So he got to the line if he had eighteen points. That so means he he's aggressive. Free throws. Craig At Hodges, least. twelve shots, nineteen yeah. points. Yeah. You let Craig Hodges outscore him. 
So there you go. I mean, he had bad games. It's just so long ago, his legend has grown. He didn't live in the Twitter era. He didn't live in the social media era. Wow. We have magnified Jordan's greatness. Uh, it's great. I'm not saying it wasn't great. But we've magnified his greatness far beyond what it ever was. The other, the other part of last night was boss. I mean, Marcus Smart's not going to hit seven threes again. Um, Will Carvey's guarding him. <laughs> Kai she D. was last night. No, it's Kai, Kai D. D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No D in Kyrie Irving. As much as you try to put one there. Sports Radio. Sports Radio. For Columbus. For Columbus. One, one, oh, oh, five, five, seven, seven. The Zone. And tonight, we'll have the Indians and the Reds. 7-10, 6-37 pregame. Josh Tomlin. Against Scott Feldman, if you are in attendance at uh, Great American Ballpark tonight, uh, wear a bike helmet if you're sitting in the outfield. Those two gentlemen. That has the makings of a ten to nine baseball game, doesn't it? So it'll be one to nothing. (laughs) You know that's how it always works. Tom Hamilton then won't have to interview a bird, unlike Tom Brenneman, who interviewed a bird in the booth yesterday. Tom Brenneman, thank you. Yes, I should note Tom Brenneman since he's actually my partner. (laughs) I will tell Tom you confused him with. Tom With Hamilton. the real pro, Tom Hamilton. Yes, he will appreciate that. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> the uh, Cavaliers looked like real pros for the first half last night, even though it was kind of a disinterested first half. They were ahead 66-50 to 50 at halftime. Then I went to bed, got up this morning, and read a note from my daughter. Cavs lost 111-108 on an Avery Bradley three-pointer at the buzzer. Okay, that's the Cavs. That's who they are. LeBron was terrible. He was um, 4 of 13 from the field, 0 of 4 from 3. Six turnovers, 11 points. I have no explanation for it. I have no excuses for it. It's just it it's happens periodically. It's if he decides to take a night off, he's going to take a night off. There's nothing that you or I or anybody in the world can do about it, even a guy that played at Hiram College. That's right. By the way, uh, shout out to anyone here who knows the nickname of the Hiram College. <laughs> Student Princes. Incorrect. That will be Heidelberg. Madison Spielman, your guess? I have no idea. we got to have a guess. Tigers. The Eagles. Close. Right first letter. Matt McCoy, would you care to guess? The Hiram oh, Tigers Cup. is the right first letter. I know it. Uh, the guy who snarked LeBron in the postgame last night from the bar, he came out on LeBron for scoring 11, and LeBron said, what have you ever done in basketball? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. And the guy said, well, I played at Hiram College. Titans? Terriers. Whew. The Hiram Terriers. College. Terriers, yes. Like dogs? Little... Like snapping at their heels, which is pretty much what the Celtics were last night. I almost said Terrapins, but I knew Maryland was the only one of those. Yes. Uh, Hiram College, shout out to them. And Hiram, Spiels, is that up near you on uh, Maslin? Hiram College? Where's Hiram? Where is it? I don't know. They have a $59 million endowment. So they're hanging in there. Good job. Good job, Hiram. LeBron could buy and sell you with his Sprite endorsement. Uh, Speaking of buy and sell. The USC Trojans, one of the few colleges that could at least make an argument that it has equal tradition to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Matt and I and Maddie had a conversation Friday. USC is selling naming rights to the L.A. Coliseum, an iconic stadium, Olympic Stadium in 1932, 1984, and they say in 2024? Potentially, Or 2028. Uh, USC sold naming rights to United Airlines. For the LA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Coliseum. And 
I think we all agreed on Friday, the day is coming when Ohio State will sell naming rights to Ohio Stadium. They'll sell everything else, so why not sell that? That's right. You have to sell that because of the budgets. I was just reading a an article on collegefootballtalk.com about Rich Rodriguez is upset uh, about the early signing period because it forces teams maybe to have more visits. Well, that tears into a, a team's budget. So as the budgetary needs of college football continue to grow for programs, you're going to have to continue to find additional revenue. And one way, and I don't know if you've ever been out to the Coliseum, Matt, Matty, mm-hmm. or Bruce, have you been there? Yep, I've not. I've yeah, not. It's been there. right across the street from USC's campus, so it's a, you can say it's an on-campus stadium, pretty much. It's a, you have to walk across the street a couple blocks. Not just a to great. Get there. I would not suggest walking across the street in no, the neighborhood. No, it's it's a little bit better, but anyway. <laughs> I, I don't see the reason why you wouldn't do it. You have to do it, and they will do it because they sell everything else. And once the NCAA gets the head out of their rear ends and, and starts getting some type of money and creating some type of budget or revenue to the players itself that actually generate the revenue, then you're going to have to find money <clears throat> and revenue to be able to do that, to supplement that. Do we define trolling for him again? <laughs> How's that? That's stating a fact. <laughs> Twitter poll on uh, Friday. How much do you think Ohio State could get for naming rights to Ohio Stadium? The consensus opinion, uh, $8 to $12 million a year. USC is getting $5 million. I'm surprised they're not getting more from United Airlines. Then we asked, um, what would bother you more at Ohio State? Naming rights on Ohio Stadium or corporate logos on the football jerseys? There is, of course, already a corporate logo on the football jersey, the Nike logo. Uh, 52% said the corporate logo on the uniform would bother them more than the naming rights on Ohio Stadium, which I'm sure encourages Gene Smith. He might be dialing up someone at Wendy's right now saying, it's go time. (laughs) 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 That's right. Wendy's Ohio Stadium. I don't I don't have a problem with that. Verizon Field at Ohio Stadium. I used to have a problem with that. I've changed. In, Honda well, Stadium, maybe. Yeah, it could be Honda. Could be Honda Stadium. And got banners up Honda's there with players. Honda's been put their so name on things. Just Yeah, you can just <laughs> randomly put your names on things, right. Hey, you want a banner? Put your name on it. It's fine. Don't worry about the player. Just put what, your name on anything. What interest would he have in having Honda? Exactly. On his name. On his, I'm sure Honda's a fine company. I mean, it's a great company. I know a lot of people <laughs> that work at Honda. I support Honda. I own the Honda. You must. I own the Honda Odyssey. If you got kids, you got to own a Honda Odyssey. I'm on my second. Yeah. Matt McCoy, you minivan guy? I'm not a minivan. Well, no! we, we used to have a minivan. Well, now we have we, now we have an SUV. What's the percentage of people in America who have more than who have two children or more and have never had a minivan? It's got to be minuscule, right? Not. Yeah, it's got to be low. I know all of them. In my family have had one, and we had one, but we. Kids are getting older. See what enough. you have to look forward to, Maddie, when you have a family? I'm Drive a get, minivan? I'm never getting a minivan. That's what yeah, my wife said, too. <laughs> here, <laughs> here, here's a little-known fact that you guys will enjoy. That I actually bought a minivan when I had no kids. Really? <laughs> Why? Why? I bought a Mazda MPV. Do you remember the Mazda I do. MPV? Mm-hmm. Multi-purpose vehicle? <laughs> Would I don't know. Weight, would you put a weight room seat down? Took, and put a weight room. In I the took back? the back. I took out the back seat and I just threw stuff in the back, like all the lifting <clears> gear, <throat> golf clubs. Traffic, back when pop I pop out a few reps on the bench. <laughs> 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 gotta want it. Oh, wow. You gotta have to. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, Nobody else in the league is doing this. Exactly. (laughs) That's dedication. Why are you trolling me now? Wow. (laughs) I'm not trolling. I just know you. Well, I didn't have time to do a Matt McCoy walking workout, so I must... (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Again. What was that definition of trolling? (laughs) Unprovoked attack, (laughs) Matt? Unprovoked attack. Exactly. You have to be alert. Your home for world champion Cleveland Cavaliers, American League champs, the Cleveland Indians, and mornings with Spielman and Hooley. Sports Radio, 105.7 The Zone. What was it? 30 points, 8, 9 consecutive games in a row up there with Kareem. Cavs needed to win to tie the Lakers for, or maybe to go ahead of the Lakers for all-time consecutive playoff victories. Yep. And they acted like they didn't care and didn't want it. And it's a big day for Mr. Spielman, who has always questioned LeBron's heart. And you have ample That's reason. That's a little strong. No, it is it's not a, a little, little strong. strong. It's very accurate. When he plays well. You have well. always questioned his heart. When have you not? Going when back when to he's 20, played well. Well, okay. last year in the finals, I didn't question his heart when he put the team on his back. But you have said before, and I quote, he doesn't want to be the reason. He didn't. He didn't want to be the reason. Was that not proven true yesterday? Okay, so I'm just quoting you. You know, what I'm saying it's a big. But day I don't for you always because... question him. I do you, now. You've always you've said we're running a promo here where you say that uh, LeBron James is a complimentary player to Kyrie. Yeah, that's your take. It hasn't been a Don't ta- roll with your take, man. Double down on it. <laughs> Today's the day. Don't back off now. No, I, I, I don't I don't want to say that right now. Okay. Because he's had a tremendous series. Why? Because what will he do in game four? If you had to guess, what will he do in game four? Just go off. Yeah, he's going to get he'll, mad. He'll attack the basket he'll, he'll early. Take he'll take over the mm-hmm. game in the first quarter. Of course he's going He'll win to. by 30. That's the MO. I Look, I've had a problem since the 2010 series against the Celtics when he packed it in. Mm-hmm. He wasn't interested in winning. But the oddity we watched was, that. He was very interested in winning in game 3 in Boston that year. And he took it to him and dominated the game and the Cavs it's, went up 2-1 and then he was not interested on a Sunday afternoon and the Celtics tied the series and they came back to Cleveland and we all know what happened then. Yeah. Well, it's funny. You look Checked at out the Miami's what happened. Mm-hmm. You look at his numbers in that game 5 that he uh, agreed with you guys totally just looked like he quit. His numbers were fine, but you, if you watched the game, he wasn't fine. Uh, it was it was crazy. Last night, his numbers weren't good, and no. he wasn't fine. I mean, he was... Scoreless in the fourth quarter, awful. one for eight in the second half, four for 13 for the game, 0 for four on three, six turnovers. Here's my take. Hence the Hiram College guy heckled him in the bar after. Here's my take on what happened. A, they thought they were going to kill him. Yes. Uh, B, they got a huge lead at halftime, up 16, up by 21. Not playing well. He got was, a huge lead. And he was not playing well. And by the time you realize they got momentum and it's a game, it's like it's too late. Then it's a game at that point. What I can't get over, though, is once it became a game, I was expecting him to become LeBron again, and just even though it's been an awful game, and he, as he said, didn't have it to be a little bit more aggressive, but he just he just wasn't. He couldn't he couldn't get that back. Now, as you pointed out, Bruce, he did make a couple of correct basketball plays mm-hmm. late in the game that led to tying baskets, but it just I don't know. It felt like ah, you guys let you guys win this one and. I don't expect that to be the same tomorrow night when they play game four. Brad Stevens, mic'd up middle of the third quarter, said this to his team. If we play harder than them, they will let us back in this. And they did. Bingo. Right? That's the Cavs. 
That's that that's that's who they are. They'll let you back in. They'll take nights off. They'll take games off. They'll take periods off, and it all stems from the leader. When he's on, the Cavs are very very tough to beat. LeBron James moving on to Game Four. Well, we're gonna crack down on the on the, on the film tomorrow for sure. And we got to be a lot better. I mean, it's the postseason. I mean, you you win some, you know, uh, you lose a couple maybe, um, but you want to. How can you be better from game to game? And like I said, they was better today than we were, and uh, we had to figure out a way to be better than them uh, in game four. But you know, we look forward to the challenge. You know, I think it's great. What happened, I mean, it hurts. Um, it's a loss in the postseason, but you know, I, I'm glad it kind of uh, happened the way it did. You know, uh, let our foot off the gas a little bit. You know, didn't keep the, the pressure on them like we have been accustomed to it, but you know, we have to play a lot better. You know, we have to play a lot better in game four. I can't argue with that. Do they need to always be refocused? Is this good for them? It will cost them two days rest. It's uh, at minimum. It's not good for them if they're playing the Warriors because the Warriors are a team that uh, they won't blow out. I actually the Warriors are is, incapable of being blown out. I believe it is good for them to be reminded that they're not as good as everyone says they were after beating the Celtics by forty-four on Friday. Because I think if they had gone into a Warriors series 12-0, and they might have gotten beat by 30 in Game 1 at Golden State. Now I think this helps prevent that. I agree. I agree. I think, I think it can work in their favor long term. Maybe I'm like reaching for stuff. But you wouldn't want to go into that series. <laughs> I mean, of course you want to go into that series playing as well as possible. But... There, that is going to be a challenge. There's going to be close games. At least they're dealing with some adversity. They're going to face adversity. They haven't faced adversity in eight games until last night. Well, now they have. Let's see how they respond, and maybe that will help them in the finals. I don't know. I Here's what I know, and, and I, I think, to me, they made the conscious decision, let's try to win it. LeBron made a conscious decision last night before the game even started. You think he decided I'm going to be passive tonight? Yes, I do. Because they don't have Isaiah Thomas. It's a chance to get my other guys involved. It's a chance for them to win it. What and, would have been uh, his what would have been his in, end game for that? I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I thought during the second quarter, I thought he's strangely trying to involve others. And and look, at that time it looked like it was working I great. Think there were Kevin two points. Kevin Love's confidence was up. He was hitting shots. I think two points he had in mind. One is for him to maybe not take the burden or not take it to the hole, as Maddie pointed out, and to maybe rest a little bit and and shut it down and try to cruise through it. And number two, to give his other team confidence to show that they can do it without him. Now the point was proven that they can't. His energy is their energy. His enthusiasm is their enthusiasm. That's how you define that basketball team. Whether you want to or not, it is. That's the truth. That's the that's the identity of that team. And we always talk about the identities of that team. He is the identity of the team. Unlike the Warriors, where their team is the identity of the team. And yeah. how they play as a team is the identity of their team. That's why the Warriors are going to be a tough out. And that's why they're not going to get be able to repeat this year. There's no way they repeat against the Warriors. There's no way. No way they repeat against the no. Warriors. No. Because... The Warriors are too good for Durant, or because the Cavs first, are too reliant on LeBron? I, I, or? Yeah, the Cavs are too reliant on LeBron. I don't know if he can maintain that for seven games. You think they're more or less reliant on him and this when year than they were last year? It doesn't. Well, you're adding the KD factor. Okay. 
which is the X factor, which is the biggest difference from last year. I mean, you're talking about a seven foot guard and to match up. Then on top of that, you bring those guys off the bench that play like their hair on fire. Then if Steph is hot, it's over. Bruce, you can't beat them. You will get beat by the Warriors by 20 points or more twice in a seven-game series. You just will. You have to not let that affect how you play in the other five games. It's it's going to be a tough for them to repeat. I don't see it happening, and I think if we look at it objectively, I don't know, Maddie. do you see them beating the Warriors? Look at it objectively. Mm. Don't be influenced <laughs> by anybody in this room. <laughs> I'm I'm a little worried uh, just because of the inconsistency we've seen the Cavs this entire season, but I still have hope. I'm more than a little worried. I don't expect them to beat the Warriors. I have said all along it'll Thank be an you. upset if they beat the Warriors. Yeah. I never believed, like Colin Cowherd said this week, oh, they'll sweep the Warriors. Oh, you're out of your mind. No, I think they got a shot, but I, I would never, I wouldn't predict it. As long uh, as they I, have LeBron, they have a shot. I, I agree, and I also don't want to... I mean, last night was a disaster, but I, it's a it's a blip on the radar. Um, if they go out and they lose tomorrow night, okay, yeah. then, then we got a real problem. But if they close this out the next two games, even if it goes back, it, it, Boston wins. It's a six game series. I don't I don't put too much stock into that. I think it's uh, you know whether that loss is somehow alarming that they can't beat the warriors i don't think that has anything to do with it if lebron's engaged they have a chance but i think the warriors have too much and the cavs are going to be underdogs i'm rooting for them but i i don't expect the cavs to repeat i just don't understand how arguably the greatest player in the history of the game has a game like that i don't understand it either i will it's, it, i it, absolutely it, don't understand it either cuz we're not talking know, about a very good player or no. even we're a talking great about player. We're talking about people that say player all time. If the you, first or second greatest player all time. Do you agree? Would you take him or Jordan? I just I know that's a little bit random, but I don't you, know. You watch both play. You watch who's. who's I never it? felt like Jordan would lose. Maybe because and why I, was that? Maybe because I wanted him to lose so bad. Really? Yeah. Who's a better competitor? Jordan. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure yeah. that you and I were, you had some sensibility. Maybe LeBron uh, performed a public service last night because we didn't want to go eight games, eight days without an NBA game. <laughs> now we won't. <laughs> there you go. He extended the series. Yeah. Sports Radio. Sports Radio. 1057 The Zone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.